Got me in my hormones, all gas, no brakes, score 4 Oh, If you think you own this place, you get foreclosed. I've been in my head, but it's not about a T3. I'd like to learn, but there's nothing you can teach me. We all got opinions. You better hit a meet tree and bitches. CSJ never really misses. GD7 land, baby, shout out to indigenous. My girl, she got mad at me, cause she don't know the difference. Between this and them, now nah, you about to witness. But freedom is so now, I tell that girl, get out my business. Do this, I ain't joshing on the ground like Eric Costin. Sit around and grab a drink. You talking what you wanted It's mostly you don't know me When it drop Then I'm mostly what they popping You can say what you got When it's Tuesday I'll be locked in Alright we are good We are We're live on live Mitch Back again Calgary Alberta Canada World Everyone You're listening to the sports show Sports show YYC That's the handle I guess I should put the at sign That's at sports show YYC mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're everywhere. We got a YouTube channel. It's called Sports Show TV. Okay, it's right. Look, it's right on the. It's right on the hoodie. It's right. We got to do jerseys, Mitch. Yeah, that'll be great. But Sports so. Show TV, subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. That would mean a great deal. But more importantly, we are live on live on the CJSW ninety point nine FM, greatest radio station of all time, in our opinions, in the hearts of many, and we're happy to be here. And you say, wait a sec. Typically, you guys are on the second Tuesday yeah, of every month. You're early. The Lily. You know I love the Lily. Who doesn't? That, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm I saying. know you love the Lily. She gave us the tap on the shoulder. We're on the bench. We're minding our business. We got a double shift this month, but we're happy to do it. So, again, as you know, it is 11.30 a.m., 8.30 p.m., Mountain Time, typically on the second Tuesday of every month, but we got uh, we got a special show here. And I also want to remind the roster, because we're going to get into it here. So we got, typically what happens is during the offseason when the uh, NBA, NHL playoffs, summertime comes in, we we typically stop the show. Right. Because this is our season six, if you will. It, it, yeah, uh, exactly. And so, but what's going to happen is CJSW faithful. Honey, sugar babies. Hey. You think we're gonna forget about you? You think you're, uh, we're not going anywhere? We're not going anywhere. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna keep going for the summer, Lily. We got you. We got it. Lily's got us. Yeah. So we got the Lily. No vacation, kind of, but not really. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right. right. You're leaving me in a bit here. That's okay. Dude. You know what? I wouldn't leave if I didn't think you could handle it. You know what I mean? <laughs> And vice versa, I like to think you... Uh, that's the ultimate in power move, that's right? right? Like, that's the that's the excuse. I love it. It's good. That's but it. Whatever. You'll be on the beaches of Greece. Listen, they give us uh, 30 minutes, so let's do it right away. We so got to jump in. We here. got heavy, heavy NHL talk today. So, real quick, NBA. One team is off to the finals. That's the Golden State Warriors. They're in. They booked their ticket. You called it. I called it. Okay. The other one, the East, we're waiting. It's Miami Heat, the most underrated number one seed, taking on the number two seed, the Boston Celtics. They were in Boston last night. They were trying to figure it out. If you listen to last week's episode, we told you, they're both Bruce Willis. You got <laughs> you Looper. got Butler, Looper. Butler, their best player on the Heat, <laughs> and you got Tatum, the best player on the Celtics. They're the same person, we said. And basically, these guys are going at it, and now they're heading to a Game 7. It's going back to Miami. Winner of that takes on Golden State. Hey, we just wanted to give you the info because you care, you may not care. The reality is we got to go into the NHL and we're going to be here for a bit. Listen, you know I'm cheering for Boston now. Right, of course. Because, hey, you got to, my basketball picks this year. Yeah, fire. I'm on fire. Fire. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, picking the NCAA champs, 
picking the you pick the two teams that we're gonna be in the finals right now. You know what? You, some people gotta follow you, and make some money off you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't I like know. It. I All did. Right. Speaking of finals, let's head over to the NHL. We're getting closer to the Stanley Cup Finals. We're one step closer. We're gonna start in the East like we always do, and we're gonna get to the West. And you know who we're gonna talk about? <laughs> why? What happened? Oh, I don't know. Um, so hey, let's. Mitch, why yeah. don't you kick it off? <laughs> You know, I was going to start the whole episode with was it or wasn't it, but we have so we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. there. All right, from there, let's start in the East really quickly. It's the president's, the president trophy winners, the team that had the best record in the N- in the NHL this year, the Florida Panthers, who had a little bit of a struggle against uh, a little bit of a struggle with the Washington Capitals. They finally end them in uh, six, and they're taking on the two-time, two-time Stanley Cup champions in the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, this is very similar to what was going on up here in Alberta. Battle of Alberta is happening. Well, this is the Battle of Florida. The fight in Florida, as they're calling it. In the oh. back alley. It's the Panthers. It's the Lightning. Finally, the Panthers have a team that can go with them. And ding, ding, ding. In the final round, TKO, the two-time. Two-time. Stanley Cup champions knockout. The best team in the NHL from a record's point of view in four straight games. Dimitri, what happened in Florida? Holy smokes. I mean, I don't even know how to truthfully dissect this whole thing other than the fact of uh, Toronto is somehow to blame for waking up the beast that is the Tampa Bay Lightning. True. The storm, all puns intended, by the way, literally rolled in and now we know that a thunderbolt is a much tougher entity than a panther but look you can we we've seen this type of thing in sports a lot where you build a team you get the players you get the names they do well but when push comes to shove when it comes down to when it really counts the most what wins games at that level is the X factor of the maturity, the skill, the experience, the the calm. The, the, Tampa Bay has everything. Tampa Bay has an understanding of the playoffs. Tampa Bay has a group that is just not phased by anything. And they literally beat them up. They beat them up. Like this was bad. This was really bad. And then you, you can see the separation, right? Mm-hmm. You can see where it, it, it was after game two. Truthfully, it was after game two when you knew it was over. And and yeah, okay, they're up two games to nothing. No, it was just the mood. When you went to game three and you saw that Florida just didn't actually know what to do. And everyone was... So we heard Huberto all year, but we didn't hear him in the playoffs. Huber who? (laughs) Huber gone. (laughs) Giroux gone. Like all these... Bobrovsky, everyone got It just... It was bad from top to bottom. And then they were taking dumb penalties. Look, Tampa Bay, this is why why it all matters. This is how you figure out why they're two-time Stanley Cup champions. Because they never worried. You're right. Toronto gave them a big push. They probably were a little worried if you really think about it. But they did this. Woosa. They just brought their knee, they brought their calmness down. Like that. They went back at it and they did what they needed to do. And to beat up Florida, your arch rivals in four, just shows me that you weren't ready. You thought you were ready. You showed the NHL, quote unquote, during the regular season you're ready. You aren't ready. The playoffs, we've always said it. Everybody says it's a different season, it's a different time. And it's true. It absolutely is true. But the big killer, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the guys in the league. 
Like, why were there so many game sevens? Why aren't people stepping up? And we said, you know, actually, I took it back last week. I said, McDavid, because of what he's been able to do, he's a killer. Jonathan Goudreau, I said, was a killer. I might be taking, taking that back again. But the real killer, Vasilevsky. This guy showed up. He goes, hey, you guys need a goalie. I forgot. I'm here now. Shut out again. Yeah. Elimination game, This you can't beat this guy. When the... When the when the chips are down and you need this guy or or you're about to break the neck of the opponent, this is the guy that now people are dubbing maybe the best goalie of all time. I w- you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to ask you that question because people are saying it, but you know, <clears throat> I believe I, I get the whole hype. I get people get behind hype, and we're living in the now and the playoffs and what he's done and his records and consecutive games this and winning blah blah. Okay, I get that. But this legitimately now is is a question because mm-hmm. in today's NHL, you and I both know it's a lot harder. Yes, right, uh, well, to, much harder, pound for pound, to win True. to win the Stanley Cup, right? And you see that because, if, 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 like, what Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, and Chicago, what these teams have done in the last decades is quite remarkable. When you can do back to backs when you can get there uh, as many times as they have. Because you got to forget, Tampa Bay in the last decade has already been to a final that they lost out. They've right. been to many conference finals uh, th- th- that they were inching that close. But Vas- going back to Vasilevsky, this is a legitimate argument. We say this guy might be the best goalie of all time because it's like the Chris Osgood argument. Right. Is he better than Patrick Waugh? No. no. Is he better than, than Martin Brodeur, who still... Has the crown. I don't care what anyone says. Agreed. No, but yeah, they show up. Yeah, they win. That's true. And Vasilevsky is now in that territory. Absolutely. And isn't that really the most important thing? We the last few podcasts go back and listen because this is what me and Dimitri have been saying. The playoffs is really what you got to you know put your metrics on. The regular season awards are given to the regular season, but for some reason people think. But we always say the playoffs are more important, but we're giving awards during the regular season. It makes no sense to me. Combine them together. The best will, like, what's that saying? The, the, the cream rises to the top, right? And so I, I actually will say I need to do a little bit more analysis, but yeah, Vasilevsky's up there. He's got to be top three, if not the best, when it comes to who do you want between the pipes in the biggest games of the year. That, it, it's it's he's proving it over and over again. Well, he's the guy. Really quick, and we'll move on. Yeah. Number one pick overall to pick a goalie. Are you taking Vasilevsky or Brodeur? Straight up. I I think I will take Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. Brodeur Brodeur sometimes was a little. I don't know. There was just something about him. He scares me sometimes. But yeah, I, I'm gonna have to say Vasilevsky as of right now. I mean, I've also just saw him a couple of days ago, so that's why, right? You know that's bold. I mean? That's yeah. bold. I know because really I love bold. the Brodeur. Love the yeah. Brodeur. Nice quaff. Great qual. Great. But he also played in a system that was very defensive. A little different. Yeah, but you the know? same could be said for Vasilevsky. Structured, yeah, kind great of, defense. I'm sure. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. And great. you know what? One last thing. Hey, Temple Bay. I'm kind of cheering for you guys slightly. I know it's blasphemous to say it because we're here in Calgary. But don't you kind of want to see the three-time? Three-time. Stanley Cup finals champions, uh, the Temple I Bay Lightning. And also a Pat Maroon Four times Stanley Cup <laughs> champion. He won it with St. Louis, then trades over to Tampa Bay. He's on his way to, you know, maybe making it four in a row. He's the Robert Ori of the yeah, NHL. What a guy. What <laughs> a guy. Say, You're right? right. Dimitri, from there, let's jump over to Carolina taking on the Rangers. Listen, Shesterkin, Shesterkin, the bed, okay? You know, he just took an Amber Heard right there. They lost it out. <laughs> Carolina, they, they decided to just... 
Look, the, the hurricane went right through. I don't want to spend too much time on it because you beat my penguins. That's right. I don't like you. He doesn't I can't like respect it. you. No, uh, I like what they're doing. But yeah, it was a very quiet series. Yeah. No one cared about that one, no. it seemed like, because everything else was going on. Yeah, let's, you know what? There it is. There's your update on that one. From there, we go to the other wicked game. No, I'm just joking. Uh, we're off to the West. It's the Colorado Avalanche slash Cobra Kai, as my buddy calls them. Yeah, we, we give nicknames to teams, and you'll understand why. Uh-huh. It's McKinnon and, and Co. taking on St. Louis. Look, St. Louis came to the party. They brought the Crown Royal. They were looking to stick around for a little while. Yeah. And then 5.9 seconds left in the game last night. Colorado says, hey. You've had too much to drink. Get out of here. We're off to Edmonton. Actually, like Edmonton's that. coming over. Get out of here. Look, I'm going to say a couple things here. Y- y- you get reminded why you can never take anybody uh, for granted in the playoffs. And sports, as I always say, has the shortest term memory. We forget that St. Louis, before the Tampa Bay Lightning, won the Stanley Cup. This team's very deep, and they're not even at full capacity with their with their players. Would that have changed this series? Possibly. But these are teams that just understand what it takes to win. I watched a lot of these games. It just happened that they were on, and I, I was able... I thought this was a fantastic series to, to, to watch. And, and dare I say, out of <clears throat> out of this round, my favorite series to watch. Two things. McKinnon, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You, this guy's something else. Like, that end-to-end goal. And uh, what, what, do you, what do you say? What now, do you want? I wanna, I'm going to cue it up. What do you want? Because I'm going to say it live. I tweeted it. I tweeted it on our, uh, yes, on, on our yes, channel. Yes, yes, yes. And you heard it here first because we all know that someone else is going to steal the name. Yeah. But we said if if the Colorado Avalanche win and the Edmonton Oilers win, we are officially dubbing this next series right. the McSeries. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I love live it. On the CJSW 90.9 FM radio station. You're listening to The Sports Show. And if you're just tuning in, you're tuning in right on time, right in cukes. My buddy Mitch is about – we've been talking a little NBA – we just went through the NHL, and my buddy Mitch is about to queue up really what's going to take up the, the majority of the show. What, one thing right before we get to it, I just want to quick, what were your thoughts on on Kadri running into Billington? Did you think that was intentional, or do you think uh, not so intentional? Yeah, it was a little intentional. A little but intentional. I, but I liked it. I liked it. Hey, it's NHL playoffs, guys. Get ready. Can't be mad. Did you like that he threw the water bottle at him during the press? Great move. Nice move. Yeah, nice touch. Yeah. Just it, to just to see. And it. I actually believe he did it. He seems like that kind of guy <laughs> that would have did it. All right. He's my kind of guy. Yeah, I like it. So from there, we go to the series. It's the Battle of Alberta. We waited 31 years. And for some of you guys, you might not have been born if you're here at CJSW. If you're at the university, chances are you weren't even born. Mom and dad were down on. Electric Avenue, uh, you, you know, ask them about it. It's a thing. Uh, then 17th Avenue, and then you guys came around. My parents met at a place called Coconut Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> and the series started exactly the way it left off. It was as though we were back in the late in the early 90s. Game yeah. one, nine to six. Calgary's up six two. Oh, they don't like to hold on to a lead. Why would you want to hold on to the lead? They end up winning that game 9-6, to six, and it was the only game they won. And then Edmonton went on a McDavid heater, okay? Oof. If you listen to the show, you'll know that we are big on a few things, and one of them is when a team is hot, get out of the way and yeah, just put money yeah, on yeah. them. And that's exactly what happened. And we are watching Connor McDavid become the actual superstar. He's always been a superstar. He's always amazing. Yes, I've always tried to trade him. However... 
We actually watched this this moth turn into a cocoon that turned into a butterfly. This guy had taken over the series. Dimitri, give me your interpretation of what happened. Calgary versus Edmonton. It's over. It's done. Edmonton off to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> really quick, I think it's the caterpillar that turns into it's the cocoon. It's a moth, too. No? Are you sure? No, you're wrong. Is there... <laughs> You're wrong. There, there probably is some kind of moth metamorphosis. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm sorry. I just I was in. A, I was on a rant. I, All I right, know, you saw it. I agree. It's I was, just that I'm very no, passionate you're right, you're right. against the moth. I'm and we a, are at the university. I, I gotta be factual. I gotta be factual. You're right. Caterpillar, <laughs> butterfly. Go. Oh my god. I've never been a fan of the moth. I digress. Look. Fair enough. This is the problem. When you're when you're a homer and Calgary is your team or any team, you you look at something like this and it's so frustrating. And you go through the order of operations, right. why this happened, how could this have happened, and there is a lot, and we're going to get to a lot, and it's good because we got time. We got a solid at least ten minutes we can spend on this mention. I love it. Go first thing is first. What did I notice? There was one team that really really wanted it more than the other. Agreed. There is one team that was just playing harder in the corners, that was harder on the puck, that just had that grit, that desire, that will, that that the team that that was never phased. And what did I say at the beginning? I, what I said at the beginning of the playoffs is I said, a team like Edmonton is not the best team. Agreed. They're not the deepest team. They're not the best team on paper or anything. They got these two superstars that are unreal. But if you give them a spark, if you give them life, if you give a team like that, and Toronto is the same type of team, if you give them that alleyway, they might take the ball and go. Now this team, to me, is the most dangerous team in the NHL. And not because they beat Calgary, but because now they really have the spark because everyone is playing. We watched a series where a team was down pretty much every single game, and they won in five, okay? They won four straight games pretty much under the gun, except for one game, okay? Right. Where they you see what I mean? Yeah. Players are contributing. Everyone's buying in. McDavid is doing his thing, but everybody else is also doing And And Hyman, hey, Toronto. Yeah. Wrong move. Yeah. Right? Like, Absolutely. wrong move. But now everyone's going to talk about this, Mitch, and, and maybe we'll just jump right into it. Mm -hmm. The Flames fan is going to turn around and say, if that goal counted oh and the kick and blah, yeah. blah, blah, this is a different series. You know what, Flames fan? Probably. Potentially. Sure. You go back to Edmonton, 3-2. We've seen a 3-1 comeback. Of course. Rangers did it. Like, we all get it. But here's the thing. That's not why the Flames lost. That's true. That's not... You leave it up to that chance, I'm sorry. That is not what's going to happen. Um, to Foley. Mm -hmm. Who? Lindholm. What? Kachuk. I'm sorry? Goudreau. All these Pardon guys me? that played a role in Dallas, where yeah. where were you? Where have you been? Yeah. And Mitch, I, I got to tell you, we played Dallas. I'm sick and tired of uh, We played to other teams' levels. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't we control the game? We sit there in Dallas, yeah. and we play their shutdown game, yeah. playing on the perimeter because we can. Then we come to Edmonton, and we play this open-up game. Yeah. You mean to tell me 
that, that, that this is not a Daryl Sutter team. This is a team that clearly isn't listening on the ice. That, buddy, are you reading my okay. notes? No. Are you reading my no. notes? Is that what you have? I'm not joking. I got it right here. This is a team that is not listening. How do you have multiple multiple goal leads in different games and open up the floodgates? We've been dominating this team all year round. It's sense. nobody new. We've we figured this out. They just clearly did not listen to the coach. And you know what, uh, uh, Kachuk and Gaudreau? Yeah. You guys are so dumb because now you just showed your real yeah. net worth in the playoffs. <sighs> yes, exactly. Dimitri, everything you said, I think every single Flame fan from coast to coast and down south or wherever you are would say yes. Everything you just said is exactly right. Let's get into it a little bit deeper with regards to who showed up. We scored, Our top line had 301 points, as I heard over and over and over again. Didn't see anything from the top line. These are our best players. They didn't show up at all. Kachuk showed up literally in flashes. Game one of uh, the Dallas series and game one of the uh, Edmonton series. And then that's it. And then guess who the most popular Kachuk was? His brother, his brother Brady, who was up in the stands, yeah. who got a Bud Light uh, ad out of it. So guess what? Kachuk, real you're gone. Real yeah, winner. real winner. Gone. See ya. I don't know I don't know why you didn't want to show up. Kachuk. Lindholm. That's why K- I called him Kachuk. Kachuk, you're right. And Tyler to Fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, you know what? Tyler, shame on him because on other teams and other, you know, Last year's Stanley Cup run with Montreal, he was a big factor. I don't know where he was. Taking Goudreau, you know, listen, Captain Morph that was on our podcast a little while ago said it himself. If the referees and or the systems allow, he will dominate. But this is the thing. You can't let other people dictate what's going to happen to you, uh, Goudreau. You got to become that killer. That's why I'm revoking your killer status. I'm taking it away. You're taking it away. I'm taking away the killer status. He's gone. The other killer that we had on that team, or we thought we had, is the guy that's up for the Vesna, and that's Markstrom. Game Series 1, you were unstoppable just like uh, Odinger. You guys tore it up together. You guys were a tag team. You guys put the NHL on notice that a one nothing hockey game can actually be great and exciting and stressful and all those fun factors. Game two in game in series one, you couldn't put a ping pong past either one of those goalies. Right. Series two, you could put beach balls past Markstrom. I don't know what happened. Finally, to your point, or second last point, Hyman shows up. Nuge shows up. Dracidal, three points a game. McDavid, he's off 22 points in nine games. Evander Kane, Kane. 15 goals. 17 goals, pardon me. Everybody came to this party. Everybody came. They all brought Crown Royal, and they all got drunk, and they all had a great time, and they were all good. Nobody on the flame showed up. Nobody. You know what? I'm going to give Markstrom a bit of a pass. He played like garbage, but so did Smith. Yeah. And so the goaltending's not an issue here because they were both. I, no, no, I just, I, it was I, a but wash. that was supposed to be our special no, weapon. I, I, I agree, but I'm saying it's a wash, right? I, I yes, but you're only saying that now because they they lost and we he played so badly that we're making. It but a wash. Smith played badly too. Oh, he did. But you know what? He had a team in front of him that put the pocket and to exactly your, to your first exactly. point. To your first point. What are you guys doing? Okay, this is where the Sutter thing. I wrote it down, and this is where I, I'll elaborate a little bit with you. What happened here? Why did we think that we could go one-on-one with McDavid, with this whole team? After game one, when we saw it was nine to six and we ended up winning, why? I don't know what was said in the dressing room, but apparently nothing was said because how can you go? It's either the team rebelled against what Sutter was saying, which would probably have been, 
hey, we got to go more defensive? Or dare I say, did Sutter like push all in and go, no, let's try to match them one-on-one? Because if that was, like, which one was it? And neither one looks good right now, Dimitri. I like Sutter, but at the same time, didn't I say on this very podcast, I don't think he's the reason, like, he, he proved me wrong in the regular season that he can put them in order. But here we are, the same result at the end. No, and, and no, no. I, I disagree. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Hold on, disagree, hold on. Disagree. A, they won a series. B, they won the division. C, it, 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 they just collapsed. And this is not, like, no, Sutter, listen, Mitch, Mitch. Don't we go, all like Sutter because of, no, no, of no. his takes, but we no, can't just we sit liked, here like We like Sutter because he's a Stanley Cup winning champion. He mm-hmm. took a Calgary team that didn't deserve to be true, there true. to a final. Yes. He's won two cups in LA. He turned this team around yeah. and he's gotten rid of some people. Agreed. Okay? Agreed. And and he's made, and I'll tell you, if it wasn't for Sutter, Johnny wouldn't be playing so tough in round one. Agreed. And I know I'm guys. being harsh on him, but guys, that, isn't anyone going to question like what happened? How did we go from a defensive, one of the best five-on-five hockey teams to this? Something but happened. I think it's just down to the mindset, Mitch. I think it's down to the Edmonton Oilers banded together, just had more will and imposed their will and took control of the game. And Calgary, when you're up to nothing, like if you're a Daryl Sutter coach and you're and a team and you're up to nothing yeah. and you can't close it out, that is a structural problem when you're giving space. Never mind that game-winning goal by McDavid. Let's just look at it. And this is why Sutter's not the problem. Um, uh, Hannafin, right. okay, shot the puck around the boards about as hard as I shoot. Right. Which is bad, everyone. <laughs> this is bad. True, true. Okay? Yeah, fair and enough. Gaudreau yeah. tried to cheat the puck on Dreisaitl. Right. And, and Dreisaitl's against the boards, watching the puck come around to take it. Right. Okay? He's trying to cheat it from behind him, not gaining any position, not trying to do anything. And guess what happens? Everyone gets discombobulated, yeah. and you leave Connor McDavid open in the slot for Dreisaitl to pass it to him. True. That is not Daryl Sutter's no, problem. No, that's not. You're right. That's the you're players right. not playing just, the, style, but the style of hockey that they should have the, been playing. We're, we're, of course, the mistakes on the ice are the players' fault. But what I'm saying to you and what I... I just couldn't help but notice. And it's from game one. You're up 6-2. Edmonton never worried once. Yeah. Down to nothing in game two. Not worried at all. Down to nothing in the last game, game five. Not worried at all. When they when they kicked the crap out of us up in Edmonton, what, four nothing? Yeah. The minute they scored the first goal, Edmonton scores one, you could tell the entire air was taken out of the balloon. Right. On our team. I agree. There's, you're right about the mindset. You're absolutely right. Those guys wanted it way more, showed it, and it, was, it almost feels like this whole season was a little bit of a, uh, I don't want to use the word uh, failure, but, it, but that last five games was so bad. It was bad. It, it, it was, made, that's all I can think about right now. Yeah. That's it. It was, it, was, it was a collapse, but we, we do got to move on. I'm upset. We, I know you're upset. I'm upset we, about That's it. why we don't, you know what, we do the half hour here on the CGSW, and uh, that's the problem. We, you get something like this, and yeah. Speaking of fighting, June okay. 5th in Australia, our friend, friend of the program, we got him when he was the ninth ranked lightweight, champ, lightweight fighter of the world, contender. Yep. Now he's the lightweight champion of the world, George Cambosos Jr., taking on? Devin Haney, June 5th, this Saturday. We talk a little bit boxing from time to time on the show, but yeah, this is our friend, our guy, Greek guy from Australia. They're fighting in Australia. We had an interview with him. Yeah, we had an interview with yeah. the guy before he was big. We discovered him. We're like stars. Go search. to the archives. Yeah, yeah. Go to him. 
go. Go to him. Go to the Great YouTube. guy. Actually, we flagged it on the YouTube channel. You can hear the interview. Fantastic guy, but he's fighting. Okay, Mitch. Yeah. I loved him, and then I didn't believe him against Teofimo Lopez. Right. And, and yeah. part... Eh. Yeah. Now... Yeah. Part of me says, I still don't believe him now. I think he might lose this no one. Way. Mitch, no thoughts. way. Thoughts. I'll tell you why. I will be in Greece. I guarantee you every TV there will have it. Yeah. I truly do believe he's going to win because no one gave him credit the first time sure. and he came under the radar. Now he's the champ. He's got all the belts. He's at home yeah. in like 80,000 Australians and there's a lot of Greeks there. It is, we're talking the ultimate, dare I say, home field advantage. So I'm going with G Georgie. Yeah, he might just be the real deal. Yeah, right? absolutely. Might, yeah, that's, uh, it depends who wants it more. Uh, hey, isn't that the truth? <laughs> isn't that the truth? <laughs> we're off to rapid banter. It's one of the segments we do. Okay. Paul Bissonette uh, had a bet with his fellow co-host Ray Whitney on spitting chiclets. The move was, if the Flames lose, he has to shave his head. Does Calgary need to apologize to the biz? Absolutely, or at least pay for the haircut. Barks, root beer, or mugs? Ooh, good question. A and W, none of the above. <laughs> Vasilevsky won his sixth straight game in the elimination uh, situation. Is he the most stellar playoff goalie of all time? Vasilevsky? <laughs> the Florida Panthers uh, were in Tampa Bay for game four, and the night before, they were at a strip club. Is that maybe the best scenario for them before a big game? Ooh, I guess all Panthers are kept in the cage. A man at a college baseball game caught a feral raccoon barehanded during the game. Pretty awesome, or time for your rabies shot. <laughs> Brave move. <laughs> Who's better in real life, Connor McDavid or EA Sports Connor McDavid? Oh, <laughs> I think the real one. <laughs> he comes with an R trigger. Uh, <laughs> Is Connor McDavid the best athlete on planet Earth right now? Ooh, that's a really tough one. Uh, yes. Last one. The President's Trophy winner in the NHL was the Florida Panthers this year. That is now 11 straight years where the President's Trophy winner has been eliminated from the NHL playoffs. Is it a curse or just wives' tale? Ah, no president does a good job anyways. <laughs> from there, we're off to pass or fail, and it's simple. Now that the Flames are done, what are we going to do? What are we going to do with our spare time? What are we going to do? You know, here we go. Uh, what to do uh, instead of watching the Flames games on TV? Any NBA Finals. Pass. Pass. Um, watching the Oilers. Pass. Now we're here. Fail. It's a Calgary show. Read. Catch up on your reading. <laughs> you know what? Pass. Pass. <laughs> I like that. A little travel. Or maybe go to the passport office. Pass and fail for the <laughs> office. It's so true. Wait until I get my hands on you guys. Um, oh, here's a, an awesome one. Watch game 50 of 162 games in baseball. Fail. <laughs> but it's game fail. 50. But we got the whole. Fail. Just say. You fail. <laughs> All right. How about this one? The Flames caused a lot of stress. Let's just yeah. Dallas stressful. The Oilers very stressful. Go for a walk. Go for a walk. Fail. Fail. Come on. All right, here's one. Last one. It's last, be one. last one. Yeah. Listen to the sports show. Pass. Obvious pass. The greatest pass you could ever do. Look, we're running close on time, but it's not our fault. You know whose fault it is? It's you, Calgary Flames. Just kidding. City of Calgary, we love you. Calgary Radio Station, CJSW 90.9 FM. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on our channels at Sports Show YYC. You can download this podcast on CJSW.com. And, of course, listen week to week to our other shows, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, across all channels. But uh, this is episode, what are we at, 209? 209. Holy smokes. It's one for the books, but we got to shove it in the locker because we do got to hit the shower. Last one, last one. Okay. McDavid versus McKinnon. It's happening. Who do you like? Freedom.
who this is going to be a tough one, but believe it or not, I, I like the no. You know what? Edmonton's on a heater. I know. I just give him the heater, Ricky. I didn't want to say it, but it is them. You chose them. You know what? Last year, I I did. I did. I I chose Edmonton Pittsburgh, and then the year before, I chose Edmonton Tampa Bay. Hey, you know what? They count. But you know, they count. They count. But here's the thing: I'm always a year too late and a dollar too short. So. Everything I predict will just happen the year later. Maybe. Yeah, except basketball. Except basketball. You're hot on basketball. You see that? I call, saw call, it. call from the beginning of the year. The Bruce Willis's. They're going out. I'm Looper. Looper. I'm Lupus, but... <laughs>